Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report. And although there's no baseball, we have a pinch header this time for Dale. We got Shannon Messer. Shannon, how are you doing? Marvin, I couldn't be better, man. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, it's exciting. It's uh, It's been a while since we chatted. I'm glad to hear that things in uh, Western North Carolina are moving in the right direction. We are as well. Uh, we could not be happier with the direction that we're heading here, uh, especially at Takasiji Fly Shop. Just want to remind the folks out there that our Silva location is open six days a week. That is 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we actually are opening up our Bryson City locations on Fridays and Saturdays, currently from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So a step in the right direction is everyone's somewhat getting back to normal. Absolutely. And what's the kind of the hotel, restaurant, and kind of fishing access situation look like? Have there been any major changes there? Um, you know, the, the hotels, uh, the lodging was left up to each individual county. And we saw those restrictions lift, you know, a while back where Jackson County and Swain counties had eased restrictions on that. So we are finding that people are able to get lodging. Um, The private campgrounds pretty much are taking, you know, people in. Um, So that is a step in the right direction for normalcy there. And when we went into phase two throughout the state of North Carolina, we saw some restaurants take advantage of the reduced seating capacity. Um, And that's another positive sign. And so, for instance, last week, uh, after we finished up some activities in the shop, we walked down to our favorite brewery and we ordered food and was able to to share food, have our favorite be- beverage, and sit outside. And honestly, it felt like nothing was going on. So that was a nice break. But uh, that's the direction everything seems to be going in up here. And we certainly hope that continues to increase over time. Absolutely. And that's good to hear. And, you know, any kind of new opening? I know some roads in the park have been closed. Anything new opening up uh, this coming weekend or in the near future? Um, you know, I checked again today on the Great Smoky Mountain National Park website, and I stress people to look at that because there's a lot of good information there. Uh, we appreciate the phone calls at the shop, but this is what we look to kind of see what's going on. But currently at this time, they don't have anything published that they're looking to open up this week, but that could change at any moment as the National Park is doing their phase reopening schedule. Um, right now, the you know campgrounds are still closed, but if you like to do some backcountry stuff, um, those are open with reduced capacity limits, but you still need to go through the national park to get your backcountry permit. And you know what? This time of year, it's a good time to be doing some stuff back there anyway. It's, it's a great time to be fishing the backcountry. So I would, if you could, I would take advantage of it. Uh, you probably may encounter less people. People are here doing that but you may not encounter the larger crowds that you typically would be this time of year. Absolutely. And I'll drop a link to the uh, parks website in the show notes so folks can quickly go there and, uh, and check it out as opposed to calling you. And then you look there and you tell them what you see on the internet. (laughs) Yes. That that's, they make us sound like geniuses sometimes, but some of the things here I want to point out that we're getting phone calls about a straight fork road is still closed. However, you can walk in and fish as far as you want to. Uh, that's still closed. Um, Balsa Mountain Road is closed. For me, uh, Calucci, uh Road is still closed, and that really is stemming from part of the state project where they're working on the road up into the Catalucci Valley on the state side of things. 
Um, but that's still closed. But with that being said, there's a lot of things that are open inside the national park and there's some picnic areas open as well as some public restrooms. So from a positive note, there's some things open inside the park that you can take advantage of, whether of course you're here to fish, uh, you want to do some picnicking and combine the two together. You have a lot of places to do that at inside the Smokies right now. Got it. And, you know, so now we can talk about the fishing. I checked the weather report uh, before uh, we started recording and we're recording this on the 1st of June. And it looks like you've got pretty seasonable temperatures uh, with a pretty healthy chance of some uh, some thunderstorms over the next few days. Yes, it's looking like maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday as of right now, of, you know, potentially, you know, 80 percent chance of thunderstorms. Uh, other than that, though, it's sunny today. It was a pretty day out here. We've had, we have had, you know, um, some nice weather. Water flows are really good. The water's clear and we've got really good water temperatures right now, but we'll certainly keep a look on that forecast and see as it changes over time. It could get worse. It could get better, but right now that's what we got. But you and I both know, Marvin, it's the mountains. There's always a chance of rain somewhere. Absolutely. And I'm, the rumor has it, you guys are getting pretty good evening hatches. We are. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, trips out right now. Folks are listening and, and, uh, to our advice and they're heating the advice uh, that we're giving. And this is a great time of the year to fish evening time. Honestly, I prefer to fish evening time of the year whenever I can anyway, uh, to be honest with you. And the opportunities to get that topwater bite uh, can be magnified here for the next few weeks. Um, so if you like to get out and do some topwater fishing, this is a great time to do it. As far as patterns, that I suggest that you might want to look at on the caddis side of things, Marvin. Uh, you know, yellow caddis, tan caddis, olive caddis. And I'm going to throw black and peacock kind of under that same category. Excellent choices. Vary your sizes from 12s down to 16, and you'll be in great shape. Mayflies. This time of year, you can get some mayfly hatches, uh, sulfurs. You're going to see those. There is a fly called a pink lady um, that people in this area is familiar with. It is a great evening time fly to throw in the sunburst or I should correct myself, the West Fork of the Pigeon area in Haywood County. But around these other streams, that pink lady fly can be a great option for you. Of course, the old standby, atoms, whether you fish a male atoms or female atoms traditional or parachute those are great choices 12s to 16s are excellent for that yellow sallies are popping off and we have several different patterns here in the shop so as you come up we can hook you up with all different ones attractors you start looking at tractors stimulators and roll wolves are great patterns to be throwing this time of year as well as thunderheads um, terrestrials we're seeing ants we're seeing beetles uh, we are seeing some grasshoppers uh, there. So if you like to fish terrestrials, that's starting to pick up. And of course, we can't forget about some of our nymph patterns that we like to use. Some of our favorites are some copper johns with the rubber legs, pheasant tails, prince nymphs, girdle bugs, and of course, the, the woolly boogers um, for sure to, to kind of give you folks a little bit of a synopsis on what types of bugs they'll be throwing out there. Got it. And are you guys expecting, I know that in some parts of Western North Carolina and, and into kind of uh, Southwest Virginia, they're expecting kind of one of those big cicada broods. Are you expecting that in the Bryson city Silva area this summer? You know, we've been asked that several times and I'm not finding that on the map for us. Um, 
it would be great if it happens because I would be there, you know, ready to rock and roll. Uh, if it kind of sneaks up on us, uh, you know, we'll hit the water. But as of right now, the way the map goes and they show that, it, it, it kind of shows that missing us. But, uh, you know, that could change, you know, how it is. You know, that's a prediction uh, there. But right now, uh, we're not slated to, but if it happens, you know, all you got to have is some of those big black bugs with some foam on them. And <laughs> that's not too bad to tie up and get out there and throw those rascals at them. Absolutely. And as you're setting up for that evening hatch, do you generally kind of recommend people get there, you know, kind of a couple hours before they want to fish, kind of get a spot and maybe swing soft tackles or kind of nymph until the, till the, uh, hatch goes off. Absolutely. Absolutely. That That's an excellent point. And I failed to mention the soft tackle aspect of things. This is a great time of year. You know, dry dropper can be very effective for you. Um, so taking your favorite nymph or favorite soft tackle and swinging that if you want to underneath the dry. Uh, but my suggestion and tip to the listeners out there, and we appreciate those listeners, is when they start keying in primarily on that dry fly, just take off that trailing fly and exclusively fish that dry fly. Um, they call it the witching hour, which is actually not the right definition, but that dusky time, you're going to hit that magic hour or so window out there where the fishing can be nonstop. Uh, but you got to be here to take advantage of it. So if you're not here, you need to get here. There you go. If you don't play, you can't win. Amen to that. Well, listen, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. If you have a question for the folks at Tuck Fly Shop, if you'll send it to me on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, uh, if we use it, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you'll get it into a drawing for something from the shop at the end of the season. And uh, before I let you hop, Shannon, why don't you let folks know uh, where they can find the shops, kind of remind people quickly about the hours and all the good social media stuff. Yeah, absolutely, Marvin. Um, So you can find us. Monday through Saturday at 5.30 West Main Street, Silva, North Carolina, and in Bryson City currently, and and I say this currently, this is subject to change on Fridays and Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information on that, feel free to visit our website. That's tuckflyshop.com. That's pretty simple, tuckflyshop.com. We will keep information updated there. You certainly can follow us on Facebook. Uh, you know, uh, Tuck Fly Shop, or uh, excuse me, Tuck CG Fly Shop, and also an Instagram, and uh, uh, I'm leaving something out there for and YouTube as well. And we will keep you updated on all that stuff. But anytime we seem to have a change, Marvin, we go straight to social media to get that information out to the public. So be sure to follow us on that for any updates. Uh, certainly call the shop. That's one eight two eight four eight eight three, 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 three. And I want to take a moment to, to really thank all of our great customers out there who have supported Tuck Fly Shop over these past few months. Uh, I, I'm sure, you know, Dale and Bobby and Jack and myself, we're, we're very fortunate to have some wonderful customers out there and some great listeners. And we appreciate everything you've done to support this, the shop as well, Marvin. And uh, look forward to seeing you in person here before long. Absolutely. My pleasure. And it's always great uh, to get that feedback from your customers and folks. We are in the sweet spot before it gets hot. Dry fly fishing in the evenings in Western North Carolina. You need to get out and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Shannon. Tight lines, Marvin. Take care.